Welcome to Future Docs Podcast. My name is Dr. Pedro Mizani. I'm the Chief Clinical Officer of AC Medical and your co-host of Future Docs Podcast on the road. <laughs> and I'm your other co-host, Cody Fan, a healthcare writer and editor at AC Medical. I invite you all to watch the video version of this podcast by visiting youtube.com forward slash AC Medical Org. Today's episode is episode number 25, titled ERAS Pearls of Wisdom. ERAS last year saw a lot of changes, including online interviews, the main match application date being pushed back to October, the acceptance of live online clinical experiences, allowing applicants to quite literally gain experience being anywhere in the world. Of all these topics, specifically regarding the ERAS application, Dr. Mazzani, could you share what stood out most to you? Thank you, Cody. The uh, 2021 match, you know, we learned a lot from it. And I think some of the takeaway messages from the 2021 match was how much creativity there was left in, in the candidates and, and how much the programs were willing to accept. So long as the applicants seem to be able to be compatible to what the pandemic was going to throw their way. And the consistent message that I heard from program directors was, can we see resiliency? Can we see signs of leadership in these ERAS applications? And these are things that we typically talk about. However, it's very hard to identify them without sounding cliche in an ERAS application. And so some of the applicants said that I saw that did it really successfully were those that you know rolled up their sleeve and got into clinical settings, got into hospitals, identified those opportunities where they could get involved with the match and, and get as close to the front lines as possible. And so to be able to verbalize that, to be able to write that down on an ERS application and have the reader you know, transcend into where they were during the 2021 match, it almost became an art form. And those that did it really well really stood out. And so I think those same pearls of wisdom will continue for the 2022 match. And some of the things that they're going to continue to look for, these program directors and resident selection committee members is resilience, perseverance, and leadership. And so how do we show that? I think that, you know, making sure that you apply on time, that's the first sign of professionalism. If you don't apply on time, then, you know, you're kind of sending the message that uh, I, I I didn't really prepare properly. And, and I knew that there was this application season start date, but, you know, I, I, I chose to be late. And it doesn't really make a difference to these programs, whether USMLE got canceled, postponed, you know, what kind of travel bans there are. So the message that you got to transmit is regardless of the circumstance, regardless of what happens, I'm on time and I was able to go to submit my application. So that's the first pearl of wisdom. Secondly, is if you are able to do U.S. clinical experiences, that would be fantastic. But, you know, even doing other non-U.S. clinicals, such as volunteering with the uh, World Health Organization or with UNICEF or, you know, with the American Red Cross, anything that is kind of a disaster response, those really stood out well as well. Next thing in your ERAS application, make sure that you are mindful of the times. And so if you have been a match reapplicant and you've applied over and over again and you're reusing your ERAS application and barely making changes, just adding some new information, but really not touching the previous ones, then, you know, that's not really standing out. So another pearl there is to make sure that your application is kind of living up to the times and it always looks relevant. So update the content. You know, those are some of the things that we saw and, and it was uh, it worked out really well for those that, that did it last year. Yeah. And I want to speak more on the creative proactivity that you mentioned. 
it sounds like whether you were in the United States finding clinical experiences or if you were abroad, it's, it's showing that initiative and translating that into your ERS application as to what you were actively doing amidst the pandemic as it was. So for those of you that we're, we're still meeting a lot of members joining AC Medical, mentioning that I was looking to do clinical experience, I couldn't find anything during the pandemic, what do you think they could have offered within their ERS application instead had they not been able to find any clinical experiences whatsoever? Yeah, look, I think nowadays, you know, 2021, 2022, those excuses just don't work anymore because you have organizations like AC Medical. I mean, our job is to identify clinical sites and make sure that we do get you into clinicals. And it doesn't have to cost an arm and a leg. You you can get into clinical sites. You can gain clinical experience and, and, and programs know that as well. Back in the days, yes, you know, it was tough to find clinicals. If the pandemic would have happened a decade ago, it would have probably been tough. But nowadays that excuse just does not work. So you know, you have to identify those clinical sites and if cost is an issue, then of course, you know, you, you have to succumb to other type of activities like being a medical assistant, doing volunteer work with organizations that go into the front lines. So there is, there's ways that you can go ahead and, and show your involvement so that you're not just sitting back. We just don't like people that are just sitting idle. And if your application looks idle, why would, why would they want to consider you? Because you're going to carry that same mentality into the residency program and, and it's going to be a burden on everybody in the residency program. So even if you're in another country and you cannot make it to the United States, I just had a conversation with somebody today, today, you know, uh, May 7th that, you know, she said, look, there's a travel ban in India. And I said, yes. And so she's like, I really need to get to the United States so I can do my clinicals. And so we figured out a way and we believe that the way to do it is for her to go to Mexico, stay there for two, three weeks, you know, and then from Mexico, then see if she can come into the United States. So then there's a will, there's a way. There is a way that you can come over here to the United States and you can, it just has to do with how bad you want to do this. Now, not everybody has the means, not everybody wants to go to Mexico and do this. She just, she really thought that she had to delay everything by a year if she doesn't do this. And that's true. And so it gave her a new lifeline and she was, she's going to be able to go and include those in her ERAS application. Let's say that none of the above works and you, you got to stay home. And let's say that there's a hospital locally that you believe that you're going to be able to do a lot more good if you stay back like that, which is perfectly fine. What one of our members did last year is he collaborated with physicians in the United States and with the treatment protocols that they were implementing for their COVID patients in their local hospitals. And so the U.S. physicians would travel there. He would collaborate with them by video conference and, and just make sure that their hospital protocols are, are in sync with one another. And that was a great addition to their ERAS application. So there are a lot of things that you could do without physically being here, but as long as you're just making your way to, to show, going out of your way to show that, look, I respect the healthcare system that's here in the United States. I'm not going to go ahead and try to bring what I know and try to impose that on you. I respect what, what is happening in this country as much as a physician going from this country to their country would have to respect their healthcare system. And the more of that that you do, the more uh, professional your application becomes and the more serious that they'll take you, even if you're not here in the United States. That concludes today's Future Docs podcast episode. For all of you that are listening, please be sure to watch the video form on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash acmedicalorg. And if you have any questions about your ERAS application and if there are things that are just perplexing you with the pandemic, you know, and how is that going to work out in your ERAS application, reach out to us, podcast at acmedical.org. And Cody and I will go ahead and respond back to you and would love to hear from you. And as always, thank you for your time, Dr. Manzani. And to our future docs, we will catch you next week. Yeah, thank you so much for your time too, Cody, and everybody who's listening and watching. Thank you.